0: Today on the Travel Guys. In the travel news, Spirit Airlines has not one but two competitors waiting, wanting to merge. And if you think inflation is hitting you at the grocery store, we have some startling numbers from within the travel industry. Details next in the news.
1: At 320, we make you a smarter traveler by giving you a tip on using points to score airline seats for free. And we tell you what your fellow passengers'
0: pet peeves are on the plane. To me, flight seeing is one of the most exciting things you can do as a visitor. Did you know there is a flight seeing company right here in the Bay Area? Imagine San Francisco and the Golden Gate on a 30-minute air tour. Details at 335.
1: And as we return to normal, vocal choruses all over the country are back on the risers. Voices of California has a concert at San Juan High School next Saturday, April 23rd. And we have a preview for you. And could even have a couple of
0: tickets to give away to the show that you could win. It's coming up at 3.50. Happy Easter, everyone. Thank you for the pleasure of your time today. Welcome to The Travel Guys. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. I've got two
1: tickets to paradise. to
0: the less. Go, Go north, north to Russia's own.
1: Welcome, welcome, everyone, to another edition of The Travel Guys with Mark and Tom, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Happy Easter to you. I'm sure you're probably up to your elbows in Easter chores there, maybe uh, having family over for dinner or or whatever. Uh, You're out uh, bopping around in your car, maybe on your way to Grandma's house. Thanks for joining us. We're here for the next hour. Mark, good to see you, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you what's so been going on since
0: we talked last well um it's just a quiet Easter weekend here at the sports leisure vacations offices slash travel guys studios um putting together the radio show yesterday was an exciting day here we uh, I've, I thought I know I've talked about this on the program before but I still play 50 cent poker with the guys that I went to high school with and yesterday was the occasion of yesterday's. We we passed the fiftieth anniversary mark. We have been playing poker together for fifty years. My gosh! Like I, I, you must have
1: started when you were ten. <laughs> you're, uh, not, you're not all that old, and neither the, are the are the guys with you. Fifty years.
0: That 50 that's years. great camaraderie. How yeah. cool is that? It's it's uh, you know, and it, it, it's not really. It's not really about the money, because, like I said, it's fifty cent limit poker. Um, it's more about an excuse to get together and keep, you know, friendships alive. But just the fact that of the original eight guys who played in the first game uh, fifty years ago, of those eight guys, five of them are still um, part of our group, yeah. and uh, so we're we still gather together. And I mean, how many folks even know five or six people? where they are, that they went to high school with. You know, you have to go to a reunion to find out where everybody is, whereas, you know, my friends just, such as they are, just straggle into uh, the, the sports leisure great room once every three or four months for a terribly illicit uh, poker affair in the <laughs> afternoon. Do you have, uh, do
1: you, you know, you play any, uh, any of those really uh, crazy games? What kind of games do you guys like to play?
0: Oh, well, we call it poker. Um, but that's just sort of a loose definition. Um, every, you know, as you go around the table, everybody's allowed to call their own game, and there are very few. Um, I think if someone called something like Texas Hold'em or Seven Card Stud, they would be thrown out of the room probably immediately. <laughs> so our, our our games have have names like uh, Kings and Little Ones and uh, Follow the Queen and a What's thing, your
1: favorite one?
0: Um, yeah, what do you I'm call? Quite, I'm kind of fond of one called, uh, that we've nicknamed Piles. It was originally called Screw Your Neighbor, but um, <laughs> we, we and, and, and I couldn't, it, it, like I said, not, some of these games don't really bear a great resemblance to poker. They just involve cards and the wagering of incredibly small amounts of money. But um, to have, to be lucky enough. To still have that many people in your life after that many years that you went to school with, and you share all of those times and memory stuff. Most of us are uh, uh, from Mariloma High School, and uh, it was it 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 really is something cool to reflect on because I think it's something of great value that not very many people have.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree uh, completely. Um, and I would imagine that the conversation isn't really about uh, today and what's going on in the world or, or, or about the, the game itself, but it's probably a lot about reminiscing about, do you remember
0: when? Uh, and most of it could sp- not be repeated on a radio program. I'm sure. Um, no, under, on, any, on any level, because not only would it not be, some of it wouldn't be appropriate, but it wouldn't make sense. Um, to most people. Anyway, thank you for allowing me to uh, ramble on about that a little bit. This is a travel program, so we probably ought to get on with what we're supposed to do. I thought
1: it was the reunion show. (laughs) All right, at the top of every travel guy somewhere along the line, we, we bring you up to date on the travel news.
0: Operators are particularly optimistic about travel this year, is what uh, the headline says here. Um, Being a tour operator myself, I would share in that. Uh, headline: uh, This is about several um, agencies that, that specialize, companies that specialize in upscale vacations um, to Africa and to the Middle East, Israel and the like, um, seeing that their bookings are just absolutely through the ceiling um, for this year. I will suggest to you that this, it's, that is not because more people are traveling. It's because people who like to travel have not been able to do so for a while. And so now that they can they can go, in many cases, people are doubling up or tripling up to make up for lost time. If you're 25 or 30 years old and you've got a list of places that you want to go um, and you didn't get to go to them for a couple of years, well, then it's probably not important that you go to them all at once. But if you're 77 years old and you've got a list of places you want to go and you haven't been able to go for a couple of years, you might be trying to make up for lost time. And what yeah. that's doing is creating... Um, An incredible demand level, and it's affecting pricing and stuff like that, and we'll talk about that more in a couple minutes. But anyway, cruise uh, tour operators are optimistic. Here's another optimistic headline. After two years, Australia's ban on cruise ships has expired. So cruise ships, if you have an itinerary, um, the, the ban expires today. So if you have a cruise ship itinerary that is scheduled to dock in, in an Australian port or several Australian ports in the next few months, good news, at least for right now, that is on the schedule. Um, a few weeks ago, we told you that some, ho- some hotel chains were doing various things about their business in Russia in response to the uh, Ukrainian war. And um, I, I was not light in my criticism of Marriott and a couple of other chains who basically said, well, we're not going to build any more new hotels, but we're going to keep doing business over there as we have. Now, of course, in some cases, those hotels have franchise ar- agreements that are, that limit their ability to be able to just walk away and walk out of town. Uh, but Hyatt, to their credit, um, has suspended – Um, Service provisions that they previously worked with a management company in um, in Russia and have shut down three of their hotels in Russia. This is probably going to cost them a lot of money, but good for Hyatt. Um, I think that they are I think that they are making a stronger statement and doing the right thing. Unless you've been in a cave for the last uh, week or so, you know that the CDC has extended the mass mandate on for planes, trains and the there there's accompanying stations for another two weeks the mandate was supposed to expire tomorrow it's now going to expire on the 3rd of may unless it's extended again if you haven't heard there is another variant of covid that's circulating mostly on the eastern side of the country i'm sure it'll be here soon um it isn't uh, as bad as the delta variant we went through before so it seems to be a little bit watered down and of course now some people can get a second uh, a booster shot but anyway um my suspicion is that if those numbers jump way up that the mass on the airplanes may stay for a while and inside the airports and and by the way it's not on the airplanes i, I i'm convinced the evidence shows that air on airplanes is really thoroughly cleaned on a really regular basis unless you touch you know something, and stuff your hand in your mouth. Why then, it's going to be really hard to get sick on an airplane. But that has nothing to do with the airport. Um, so I might suggest that really the most important place to have your mask on is in the airport. In, the terminal. Yeah, yeah, in the terminal. Cause yeah, absolutely. Because you're 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 standing in line with all of those people, and as Chris Elliott pointed those out in a people. in a column last week, um, you know he said. Usually, he he after plane flights, two or three times a year, he would have a cold or some problem for a few days, and that hasn't happened. Well, because he's wearing a mask, so he's keeping all of those icky things. Hypothetically, anyways, arguments on both sides of that. I question? think a lot,
1: lot, yeah, a lot of people would agree uh, that uh, they've gone uh, what th- almost three years without, uh, without anything. No, no colds, no flus, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's no doubt about it. The the masks wherever we wear them. Uh, has certainly uh, uh, cut that down and certainly in the terminals of at the airports where you travel.
0: Absolutely. Um, Spirit Airlines flight attendants have begun picketing. Uh, we mentioned earlier in the headlines that Spirit Airlines is being courted not only by Frontier, but also by JetBlue Airlines. We mentioned that last week. Um, Spirit Airlines flight attendants, though, have witnessed um, some pretty consistent operational meltdowns in the last nine months. And they are saying, look, um, we're going to pick at the airline and since you, since all of you are paying attention right now, uh, we'd like to point out that, uh, this airline has some issues, which to me is absolutely the reason why would these other guys want to, I mean, unless they just feel like that as far as the public is concerned, give them the very cheapest price you can for those people who don't mind sitting in a middle seat and are carrying everything they want to bring with them and stuffing it under that seat they don't need an overhead surcharge they don't need a luggage surcharge they're 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 done with a cheap ticket and that's all they can afford good for them but um this this whole thing you know what we're going to do i'm going to take up a, a spirit ticket to a common destination and we're going to compare it to a basic economy ticket on some of the other carriers or to just a basic regular ticket where you get you know, a couple bags for mm-hmm. free or you pay for them. Let's just see how that, all, that okay. all comes. That would be really interesting. We could put it up online and folks could uh, take a look at it. Anyway, Spirit uh, flight attendants are a little bit uh, tired of their airline not performing up to, to uh, par. The Southwest Pilots Union says that their pilots are suffering from fatigue because they're having to work too much. That bothers me just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm, that the mm-hmm. pilots are saying that they're... Yeah, no, that's not really what I wanted to hear. Um, this is kind of interesting. Joe Brancatelli, um, who is a guest on the program from time to time, um, and does the Joe Sent Me website, which is a pay website that I pay to be on because the information there is really good. Um, Joe says, uh, a reminder that we threw away $50 billion or more underwriting the airlines and hoping they wouldn't screw us when the pandemic ended. At least at first, the largest... Uh, pile of money was specifically conditioned on the airlines keeping their flights running and their crews employed yeah not so much take delta airlines for example in 2020 before the pandemic hit delta employed 91,000 plus people by last year employment had fallen to 62,000 plus people today at delta it's 84,000 so that's still 7,000 below what they had when the pandemic started so so much for paying the airlines a big pile of money and getting them to keep their people on hand. Alaska Airlines, Joe goes on to say, says it will cut flying by about 2% until the end of June. The reason, Alaska says it has dozens fewer pilots than it needs to fly its original schedule. And Alaska says, gee, if only we could have paid those folks to stay on staff. Um, I Uh, think as taxpayers, we kind of sort of partially did that. (sighs) conned out of <laughs> conned out of 80 billion 50 yeah. to 80 billion depending on who you listen to what's 30 billion among friends okay right. one one more quick thing here before we wrap up the news i just wanted to talk to folks a little bit about how inflation is impacting the travel industry you go to the store and you see that you know something that was 399 is now 450 or five bucks and you say wow you know that's really ridiculous well um i'm looking at a chart from yahoo finance right now that, that shows um the the people most affected by um by inflation and gasoline of course is the number one item um, right now probably has more to do with just inflation used vehicles are up there but then the next things on the list number three hotel rooms number four airfare number five rental cars number six transportation so if you are traveling this summer Yep. Um, be aware of the fact that a lot of your friends and non-friends have decided to do the same thing. That is travel. And the system right now still is a little shy. It's getting better, but is a little shy of having enough people to accommodate you. So there should be an expectation that it's somewhere along the way you're going to have to be use that F word again and be a little bit flexible because you may run into a situation where somebody just has not had the ability to be able to serve you no matter what you paid for the product. And that's an important right. thing to remember. So if if overpaying for something because the demand is high and knowing that you might not get 100% service bothers you, stay home until after Labor Day. Because I don't think this is, a, this is a, a, an open-ended thing. I, I, I believe the demand, these hotels that are asking for ridiculous amounts of money for this time next year already... Um, they're going to have a lot of empty rooms. Th- those prices are going to come down. I, I really believe that travel demand will come down. And, of course, if the country goes into a recession, then that's going to impact things too. But anyway, just uh, the travel industry, as much as anything, uh, airfare is 23% up, hotel rooms 25% up. There are a lot of different reasons for that. We've talked for, about some of them here. But um, when you see used vehicles going way up in price, it doesn't surprise you that rental cars are up. Um, transportation in general is up so if you're traveling expect to see higher prices out there and in some cases things that make you go oh my god or you know make you suck in your breath or think to yourself mm-hmm. wow how can they get that kind of a price for something because that's what's that's what's happening right now so if that's a if that's a huge negative for you or it's going to ruin your trip um or you're going to run out of money along the way why well, you probably should pass and that's your travel news for today
1: Well, all right, and uh, we are the Travel Guys, and not all of it is bad news. In just a minute, in our Smarter Traveler segment, we're going to give you a tip on how you can use those, uh, those points to score airline seats for free. We got that coming up next here on the Travel Guys. Country Road bummed me out there mark during the travel news there i mean i'm so tired of everything being crowded and 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 costing more and but but you have something you have something well, good in this segment you, here it, i that guess we're gonna
0: talk about you 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 kind of made it sound like that you know this was going to be this is this is sort of plan b um if you if if you've waited to book your summer travel Um, or you've looked at it recently, you realize that airfares have gone through the ceiling. If you were listening at the end of the last segment, we're talking about the inflation that's hit the travel industry, and it's it's pretty serious. Well, the inflation has hit your numbers in points, too, because the airlines and the hotels now float the number – There used to be a designated amount. Well, now it moves around depending on how much demand there is. And so if you want to go international stuff right now, if you were hoping to use, you had a ton of miles or points and you were going to use those for hotels or airfares, you probably have waited too long. Um, Domestically, for the favored destinations, you may be in the same boat. But if you get creative and and you do this now, you're still in April. So you'll still be ahead of the greatest of the procrastinators. And what you can do is look for secondary destinations. If you're flying into New York and you're a baseball fan, Mm -hmm. then fly into Albany, which is about a two-hour drive and is an hour from Cooperstown, which is where the Baseball Hall of Fame is. So fly into Albany, go to the Baseball Hall of Fame, drop down into New York, spend a couple, 3 days, or whatever length of time you want to spend in that area also, remember that if you take a car into New York City, you're going to pay ridiculous amounts of money to park, especially overnights at, at hotels. You're going to see $50, 60 $70 parking bills for it just an overnight. So keep that um, in mind. You might want to be more on mass transit, train service between those two cities. Again, if you were thinking of – if somebody was thinking of coming to San Francisco for a big, big vacation, I'd tell them, look at airfares into Sacramento. And rent your car here, and in an hour and a half, you'll be in San Francisco. It'll be a little bit of an inconvenience, but if it saves you a ton of money or it allows you to use points uh, or miles for a trip that you'd otherwise have to pay cash for, then... That might be something that would sway you. So don't give up if you go and look and see and you're trying to use miles or points and you say, well, wow, that's an amazing amount of money. Maybe if your dates are a little flexible or you'll consider adjoining airports or maybe instead of staying in the Hilton proper, um, look at one of their extended stay properties or a place that's five or 10 miles away from the first place you're looking at if that's not too much of an inconvenience it's a way to kind of beat the game right now the deck is stacked against you because demand was very high is very high it won't last that way forever but for those folks and for those folks who reserved their vacations for this summer last fall they have hit the jackpot because they have avoided most of this uh most of this inflation in the travel industry okay before we get to the bottom of the hour here i promise to share the worst air travel pet peeves in the US this is according to Passport Photo Online um this is top down their dozen biggest peeves pet peeves of passengers that they've surveyed passengers who don't cover their mouths when coughing or sneezing that's at the top unwanted bodily contact from other passengers ever had that time you you know you, you're in the middle seat or something like that or you know the person next to you is kind of they're kind of pressing up against you Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of thinking. And I
1: try not to be that person. Yes, exactly.
0: Give people their space. Um, Passengers who watch videos without headphones, third on the list, pet peeves. Inattentive parents who let their children run wild. That probably works for off of the airplane, too. These are all up over 70% of the people answering in the affirmative. Um, Seat recliners, grabbers, or kickers, they put that all in one category. So um, smelly passengers. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. That's that's. Well, you know, the
1: problem with that one. The problem with that one is a lot of people don't recognize their own stink, so it happens and they're not even aware of it. It Well,
0: and also, I'm guessing that this category probably covers things like perfume, and you know, things of that type too, which still same thing. Same thing. Uh, Passengers that don't follow COVID-19 safety measures is is way high on the list here. Passengers who take up more than their share of overhead bin space. Uh, passengers who eat smelly food, crying babies, passengers who take off their shoes and socks, and passengers who stand up as soon as the plane lands, and that's the twelve biggest pet peeves from your fellow passengers.
1: All right, we go flying over San Francisco. It's seaplane time. Great interview coming up. After we take a time out for the news, coming up next year on the Travel Guys.
0: Ooh, grace line, grace line.
1: Hey there, it's Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, the Travel and Entertainment Guys, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Links to our special guests and stuff to make you a smarter traveler, always at TravelGuysRadio.com. You know, years ago, Mark, I flew uh, AirWatch in the Sacramento area. Every morning and afternoon, oh, I and, and that. yeah, yeah, and and that that was always a, a lot of fun, and it was very exciting to get up in the air and fly around, and always wondered what it would be like to do the same thing in San Francisco, and uh, you know, I imagine a lot of people that have flown would think, "Gia, you know." Uh, a flight around the Bay Area might be a really, really exciting kind of thing. And, and who did you run across that does that?
0: Uh, well, uh, we have a company, Seaplane Adventures, that does flights over the greater San Francisco Bay Area. They have a whole variety of of links and routes and different things, and they've been around for a long, long time. Um, joining us today is Aaron Singer. Welcome, Aaron, to the Travel Guys.
2: Hi. Thanks, guys. Great to be here.
0: Thank you. Aaron is the... Uh, current owner and proprietor here at Seaplane Adventures. Um, Aaron, tell us a little bit about what it is that you guys do.
2: Well, we're uh, uh, primarily air tour service in uh, our seaplanes. We do air tours over San Francisco Bay Area and uh, surrounding environments. Um, You know, for instance, I'll be doing a flight here in uh, just about an hour out to uh, Point Reyes to go look at
0: whales. Wow, that sounds incredible. Now, you you mentioned before we started the interview that you've been the current owner for 11 years. Um, are, do you have previous, did you previously own a flight seeing company or is this your first first venture?
2: No, that uh, this is my first. Um, uh, I used to be in the uh, technology world for many years, but I've been flying since I was 16 and uh, I just wanted to uh, be in the aviation business and I've been bothering the previous owner for, uh, I don't know, 20 years. Finally talked him into it in uh, 2011, and uh, he sold it to me.
1: Aaron, uh, if, explain to our listeners a little visual here, a theater of the mind uh, about, uh, about an adventure on your plane. Wh- where do they go to, to board the plane? Uh, and you call it a seaplane, so I'm guessing this is a plane that lands on the water? and takes off That's right and takes off from the water uh take us on a flight
2: yeah so uh folks can either come straight out to our location here at the north end of Sausalito or uh, we have shuttle buses that run out to the city and, and uh, pick uh, passengers up uh they board uh our aircraft by walking out on our docks here in Sausalito get on the airplane uh, then we have a very exciting takeoff from the water, which is uh, pretty unique. <laughs> we are the only commercial seaplane operator in the entire state of California. Wow. Uh, we take off from Sausalito, fly out over uh, Muir Woods, uh, out to the coastline, get to see uh, some of the beaches and uh, some of the uh, neat World War II Uh, Gun emplacements along the coast and the the Golden Gate Lighthouse, Golden Gate Park. And then, of course, we we split the uprights of the Golden Gate Bridge, which is one of the highlights. (laughs) Yeah, one of the highlights of the flight. And then out over the uh, city, uh, we go right over the city skyline so they get to see um, uh, Salesforce Tower up close and personal and all the buildings downtown. And we fly right over the ballparks, both Oracle Park and the Chase Center, Bay Bridge, Treasure Island, Alcatraz. Uh, We always do a a real close flight of Alcatraz and Angel Island. And then uh, turn back inbound to Sausalito where we make a uh, graceful, beautiful, and exciting landing (laughs) on the water. And then right off on the docks. They're
0: all done. Aaron, uh, th- your, the, the flights are, are uh, narrated, is that correct?
2: They are. All of our uh, pilots are trained as uh, tour guides, and so they learn about all the history here uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area, and they do a uh, play-by-play of the entire flight.
0: Aaron, give us an idea of, of how much it costs to go flight seeing.
2: Uh, our 30-minute flight, which is our most popular flight, is uh, 219 Uh, dollars a person we do offer uh, children's pricing for uh, kids under 12 Um, and then we offer 45 60 minute flights uh, and even a 20 minute flight which is a little more economical Um, so we have kind of a range from there
0: wow Tom doesn't sound like I mean I'm just I'm on so on board I can't even begin to tell you oh my gosh Um, for the Sports Leisure Travelers who are out there listening, you can you can expect this is going to show up on the uh, on the day trip tour schedule sometime really soon cuz I th- I think this is really awesome. Aaron, you you fly the some of the flights yourself, right?
2: I do, I sure do.
0: What what would you say? What, what tell us about something interesting that happened or um, you know, you were on a flight, you got to see something that you wouldn't normally get to see or is there did, did, you got a story in there somewhere?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, every day is, is a little bit different. I think that's why it keeps it fun and exciting for the pilots. I've been doing this for 11 years. I still love it every single day. Um, you know, during this part of the year, we're, we're seeing whales as they're migrating from uh, Mexico back to the Gulf of Alaska. And wow. I don't know, it still takes my breath away after all these years to see a pod of whales, uh, breaching, you know, uh, out there in the ocean. And then I think a few years ago, we, uh, one of my most memorable flights was watching, uh, the American's cup and we were flying right over the race at 500, uh, feet. And, uh, uh it was one of those races where one of those Boats capsized And and you know Everybody on board Got to see it I almost <laughs> forgot I was flying
1: Oh my Aaron You mentioned 500 feet Is uh You know When we used to fly Airwatch There were two or three Planes in the area And then They would stack them So that everybody Had plenty of space One would be at 500 Another at 1,000 Another 1,500 uh, And uh What is your average How far off are you You mentioned 500 Is What's the average height uh, That you fly altitude?
2: Well, it it really depends on the uh, terrain. So we're operating, when we're over the water, we're generally at about 500 feet, 600 feet. Um, When we're over land, we're generally somewhere between 1,300 and and 2,500 feet. Kind of depends on the geography. But we get to stay pretty close because we're a seaplane. We have literally in the Bay Area, millions of acres of runway.
0: That is true. Awesome. Well, folks, it's Seaplane Adventures in San Francisco. I, I can't think of too many cities, maybe New York, that would be more exciting to be able to um, to go around and go flight seeing. I mean, because San Francisco has so many different, you were just rattling off Alcatraz and Muir Woods and the ball, all the, the ballparks, and there's so much history. And, you know, I mean, nobody else has a golden gate bridge for you to fly over or under or around or yeah, anything right. else so uh this is uh this is just really exciting if you are interested in flight seeing in in the san francisco area uh, you can go to a travel guys radio we will post a link to aaron's website and uh, like i said for the folks who travel with sports leisure vacations um i i think this is going to we're going to work something out. This is going to pop up on the schedule here pretty pretty soon. Aaron, really thank you for your time today. I know you're really busy and uh, really appreciate it. And we will, we'll see if we can find some flight seers for you.
2: All right. I love it. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And come visit us at seaplane.com and go Giants.
1: Don't forget now a link to... Uh, Seaplane uh, at uh, TravelGuysRadio.com. dot com. Boy, that really, really sounds like a lot of fun. Doesn't
0: that? I mean, I've never. I'm I'm a huge flight-seeing fan, and I've yeah, never you've done, done that. In Hawaii. Yeah, you've done Hawaii. Haven't you? Yeah, I have. But I just this whole San Francisco thing just sounds. Yeah. Because you've been on the streets so many times, and you know, sure. I mean, like most people, I kind of know San Francisco and a little bit of the North Bay, but that sounds fun. I did. You notice his uh, Go Giants plug there at the end.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying over the old ballpark is probably a regular. I'm gonna next time I'm at the park, I'll I'll be looking uh, high into the sky uh, for a plane flying over with pontoons on the bottom.
0: Well, how I'll know it's it's one of his. How appropriate that he would mention the Giants, who of course have gotten off to a very good start, finished a sweep of uh, in Cleveland today, first time they've been there, and like. Fourteen years playing some inner league games. Anyway, Giants off to a good start. I know of a company. If you wanted to go to a ball game from yeah, Sacramento, really? to a Giants game or even an A's game, I know of a company that offers such such packages.
1: You mean the the, the company that will like like take you from like Sacramento,
0: uh-huh. uh
1: and drop you off like at the ballpark, exactly, and, and with refreshments and donuts on board. Uh-huh. And, and, and 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 then you get off and you go to the game. Yeah, and you have a, and then, great, you have a great and then seat. Then when you're done, you have a great seat. Always a great seat. And then and then you you bring everybody home. Yeah. Or who is that company and uh-huh. what
0: do you got? Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> it's Sports Leisure Vacations. And ah, oh, those guys. Forty three years ago, <laughs> um, a very young man started taking people who had worked for a park district in town. Started taking people to the ballpark in San Francisco. And uh, so here we are all these years later, and it's still happening. Yeah, if you are interested in um, avoiding the traffic and the hassle of buying tickets and all of the fees and all of that kind of razzmatazz, if you want to be able to have a couple beers at the ballpark and not have to worry about driving home, notice I didn't say a dozen beers, I said a couple, um, the uh, we have just the, the, the solution for you. Sports Leisure Vacations has trips to uh, – Let's see, seven or eight Giants games this year and three A's games. Uh, next one with seating available is the Giants and the Mets on the 25th of May. A lot of people think the Mets will uh, ultimately be the victors in the National League, so um, that should be good. And the Red Sox come in to play the A's a week later. That's a Saturday game on June the 4th. So we have the Giants and the Dodgers, um, the Giants honor Will Clark. Uh, on a weekend at the end of july you can go to that so some of our trips later in the season include ferry rides from vallejo into the ballpark um so anyways if you've ever thought about going to a ball game in oakland or san francisco and you didn't know how to do it or you didn't want to go to all that hassle yourself um sports leisure vacations can take you there Awesome. Awesome.
1: All right. Coming up here on the Travel Guys, a couple of things. Number one, uh, we know that courses all over the country are back on the risers, as Mark uh, cleverly has put it. We will visit with the voice of California next and uh, stick around. We got a couple of tickets to their concert that we're going to give away at the end of the show. So stay where you are. We are the Travel Guys. Happy Easter.
0: I am a mentor,
1: the waves. The of Welcome, it is the travel and entertainment guys, Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. Links to our special guests at TravelGuysRadio.com, and with music playing in the background, it must be time to bring on a special guest that uh, is part of the entertainment portion of the Travel Guys.
0: Yes, sir, Tom. We have Blair Reynolds with us. Blair is part of the Voices of California. Blair, welcome to the Travel Guys. What are we What are we hearing in the background there?
3: Well, thank you very much, Mark. What you're hearing in the background is Voices of California. Uh, also known as Vocal, and uh, that was pre-pandemic from one of our concerts, uh, singing uh, When It's Midnight uh, in Dixieland. And uh, at that time, we had about 70 members of the uh, chorus singing it. Uh, We're down a little bit right now because of the pandemic, but we still have 35 members who sing with incredible excellence, and we're just happy to be putting on shows again after the pandemic.
0: Uh, and and you have a show coming up here, very the twenty third at uh, San Juan High School. Tell us a little bit about it.
3: That's correct. It's next Saturday, uh, and it's at San Juan, as you said. Uh, and there'll be two performances: um, a matinee at two p.m. and an evening show at seven p.m. And uh, we're looking to have a, a great time there. We've got not only our our uh, participation in it, which is the primary participation. But we also have some great guest talent, which I can
0: describe to you if you like. So, this is all vocal harmony that folks are going to be hearing when they come to this concert.
3: That is correct. Uh, Voices of California is currently a 35 member men's a cappella chorus, and we sing primarily in the barbershop style. Uh, we pride ourselves in being a, among the most entertaining choruses anywhere. We, uh, we were formed in 2010, and uh, in the 10 years of active singing, we have qualified five times for the International Barbershop Harmony Society's international contest. And we're going again in July, making us one of the top 30 choruses in the world.
0: Wow, wow, congratulations. Um, we should tell folks that Thank if you. you're interested... In attending the concert um, Saturday the twenty third at San Juan High School, there's a two p.m. and a seven p.m. show. Um, tickets uh, start right. at fifteen dollars for students and twenty five dollars for adults. If you go to TravelGuysRadio.com, you will find a link to the to the show. And uh, so, if you, if you're interested in getting tickets. Blair, uh,
1: if some, yeah, if Blair, if somebody is interested in uh, performing with you guys and wants to be a member, and they hear this, uh, they go to the show and they say, "Gee, I, I, I've had a little experience or no experience, I'd like to, I'd like to perform. I'd like to learn how to do this." So what, what would you tell them?
3: I would tell them we would welcome them with open arms. We have had, we're open to all men who love to sing and we have had uh, members as young as 8 years old and as old as 92 years old there is not a professional singer among us we train them and uh and it's just it's a wonderful experience i can't describe it it's one of the most incredible experiences to ring these chords and perform in front of an audience so yes i would encourage it and we meet every thursday night uh, uh, at uh, seven o'clock at Sierra Madre Church in uh, Carmichael, and uh, you can just go to VoicesofCalifornia.org, find out where we're meeting. You're welcome any Thursday night, just to come and observe us. Get up on the risers, try your voice out with us, have some fun.
1: Outstanding, Blair. Thanks so much.
0: Yeah, outstanding. All right, if it, the the concert is next Saturday, go to TravelGuysRadio.com if you're interested in getting tickets. Thank you, Blair, for joining us, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again next time you guys have a show.
3: Gentlemen, thank you so much. Really appreciate your help here. Take care.
2: Yeah,
0: that sounds like, uh, sounds like fun, especially if you like choral harmony. And barbershop style singing. Okay, so if you really like that, you could pay your way in, of course. We gave you the link to our website. But we do have two tickets to give away for the afternoon matinee. So this is the deal. Um, It's real simple. If you're the first person to call 916-921-1530 and tell our man Cameron you'd like to have the two tickets, then you can have them. 916-921-1530. 916-921-1530. It's at San Juan High School next Saturday afternoon. So before you call, make sure that you're available to attend. And good luck to you. I hope that you are the lucky caller.
1: All right. That's cool. Barbershop uh, singing is uh, is a lot of fun. Years ago, I had a, a an instructor when I was going to college. Uh, he was a uh, he ran a lab, and I, I worked for him in his lab, and we got to talking about music. I had a rock band. He was a barbershop quartet guy. He came to our band rehearsal and taught us how to sing. <laughs> you know? And it's a it, great story. Honestly, God, it, it, really, it really improved our band by leaps and bounds. Uh, you know, I mean, we learned how to harmonize. Uh, uh-huh. we would, we, and it was amazing. And, you know, he was very, very kind, but it, it was... You know, generations apart. Uh-huh. You know, the barbershop and you know, rock and roll. This was back in the Beatles era, right? And the mm-hmm. Beach Boys. Of course, Beach Boys took advantage of those those harmonies too to to craft their material. Anyway, there you go. What yeah. else you
0: got, Mark? <laughs> um, no, that's a that's a great story. Thanks for uh, thanks thanks for throwing that in there. Um, <laughs> and, and and great question. It was nice of you also to ask uh, Blair about for folks who are interested maybe in singing with them. Um, because they are a nice group of people. There are a couple of other um, vocal groups around town that, um, that we support and that we've had on the program before. So anyways, it's nice to be able to give a, a little promotion to someone who is local and has something that is uh, it's great entertainment and it's reasonably priced. Um, before we, we let you go here today, um, Easter, our friends at Wallet Hub. We mentioned their surveys from time to time here sure
1: sure
3: sure um
0: and I, I i i I appreciate their work and the fact that I'm on their mailing list sometimes I question their their results a little bit. They were <laughs> this time it was uh Easter cities who is a which is a good Easter city so here's the criteria churches per capita mm-hmm. Sacra. they have about hundred and fifty cities on their list sacramento was thirtieth residents of uh, percentage of residents 12 plus who are fully vaccinated because you're going you know into a church so or into a group so 40 42nd there that's pretty good number of ca- candy and chocolate stores per capita we were 14th wow flowering no sh- yeah flower and gift shops per capita we are giving a group of, of people because we were 14th there too Easter weather forecast um 24th and when i look out the window i would say you know if anybody's got better weather than us today good luck with that because i think it's Mm -hmm. about 72 outside with a real light wind and there's not a cloud in the sky so anyway sacramento ranked 37th overall um in terms of favorite out of about 150 places of of uh places that would be the best place to spend easter so that's not so bad you know, no, no, good that, weather. And that, we, I didn't know we were so high in candy and chocolate and gift shops and all that kind of jazz. But,
1: you uh, know, Sacramento is, um, we, we have a tendency to kind of uh, cluster around and go to places that we know, whether uh-huh. it's to dinner or, you know, shopping for candy or whatever. But th- this is a big community and there are surprises around every corner in, in different parts of the Sacramento area that, uh, uh, you just got to do a little exploring, and and that was an eye opener there. That we're number fourteen in regards to great places to get uh, uh, goodies. Yeah, exactly.
0: Such. Next week on the program, we are going to um, talk a little bit about theater. Uh, we're going to take you down to Napa. They have outdoor theater. We've talked about this before at Jack London State Park. And then, of course, here in Sacramento, we have our own uh, theatrical tradition in the summertime that is um, something that used to be all over the country and isn't anymore. It's only in Sacramento and a couple of other places. So talking of the music circus, so hopefully Richard Lewis will join us for that next week.
1: Well, that's about it, folks. You stay well. We'll see you next week. Mark,
0: final word. Dance like nobody's watching, and thanks for making us part of your Easter.